Good morning, everybody. Thank you very much. It's amazing to be here, and uh, I think it's really great to see the band is finally back together. <laughs> there are so many familiar faces here, uh, and, much, and plenty of new faces I haven't got to meet yet, and I'm looking forward to that. You know, I've been in the produce business uh, a little over 35 years and a lot less gray years ago. I started retailing here in Southern California and then got the wild notion I should watch the sunrise at Six and Myers downtown and learn the business from that aspect. It's been a very interesting journey being a part of the evolution of the organic produce business from back then in the, in the mid to late 80s to see where we are today. So I too would like to welcome everybody today to the FPFC Salute to Fresh, honoring the frontline workers who have played such a pivotal role in putting food on our tables and flowers in our homes over the last two years. More people are eating and cooking at home than ever before, using ingredients for recipes like they never have. But I do not believe that we have put enough energy into thanking the frontline workers for playing such a huge um, part in the food paradigm shift that we have experienced as a result of this pandemic. You all have faced this pandemic head on, stocking shelves, planting seeds, loading trucks, pushing carts, and cutting flowers, all while risking getting sick on our behalf. You need to allow this to think, sink in a little bit and take a moment and pause and recognize that your work has contributed to one of the greatest changes in the American food narrative. But before I say another word on all that, let me be clear to our friends in the floral department. Where are you guys at? No floral people? All right. You also... You also were a part of the unsung hero contingency. You were helping anywhere that you could, and also by making the world a little bit prettier, a little bit brighter, and by cheering up oh so many cloudy days. So to you all, I share this. In the largest analysis ever performed on the relationship between environment and human longevity, eight million people in seven countries came up with one simple finding. When exposed to greenery around your home, your probability of dying is less than those that don't have plants and flowers around your home. The findings are in accordance with Barcelona Institute of Global Health, Colorado State University, go Rams, and the World Health Organization. Specifically, the researchers found that for every 10% increase of vegetation within 1,600 feet of your home, your probability of death decreased by 4%. And I think we can all agree that one of the fastest ways we're going to work to mitigate climate change is to plant more trees and greenery on our planet. So frontline heroes of the floral department, thank you very much for your contribution over the last two years. As some of you may know, I have a broadcast. Uh, and I started a while back. And on my show, I've had the privilege of speaking to some amazing guests, some of which are here in the audience today. Uh, and, and one of the things that, that they, they talk about repeatedly, and I think one of the most important things I've taken away, is that we have so much more in common than what actually divides us. I'm not to say that we're not uniquely gifted and challenged. Believe me, we all are. But what unites us is far greater than what opposes us. I always say it's the 10% that are yelling at the other 90% that are the loudest. So I thought today I would share and touch a little bit on what maybe challenges that we might be facing over the next couple of years. 
And I know a subject that's extremely important to everybody in this room is to increase vegetable, floral, and fruit consumption. So whether we realize it or not, this pandemic has given us the ability to educate, source, and provide nourishment to our countries in a way we never have before. We have, el we have helped people eat more meals at home, provide fresh quality food options, and been at the forefront of retraining palates and food choices. But today we're facing a new challenge, supply shortages, labor issues, increased fuel costs, and really, truthfully, a general weariness that all this uncertainty has brought us. There's a downturn in the economy, inflation is soaring, and we've been told it's gonna get worse before it gets better. But the last time something happened like this, back in 2008, rates of obesity, diabetes, and mental health increased significantly. Fresh fruit and vegetable consumption went down and this is going to overwhelmingly affect the population that is at risk to begin with. So I say to you, we can't allow this to happen. You currently have consumer momentum and a past history to learn from. So how can we help folks make a smarter choice and encourage customers to continue to invest in themselves and their families by purchasing fresh whole foods? Would an offensive approach to long-term benefits sway people's choices? How about a discussion about bolstering immune system, fewer sick days, and a better quality of life? I don't know, but I believe that there's really smart, creative minds in this room that can curate solutions for your customer base. You guys have changed this country in the past two years, and it's in your favor right now. And really, sadly, we've not had a lot of effort being made from our medical leaders to talk about how eating better, taking vitamins, exercise, and common sense wins the day in so many ways. So we, once again, are gonna to need to empower our frontline workers for what's gonna happen next. So look forward and continue to find ways to encourage trends in healthy eating by increasing fruit and vegetable consumption. I believe it is incumbent upon all of us to speak as one about the absolute need to eat real food, love flowers, move our bodies, and to rest. I'm not a nutritionist, and I don't play one on TV, that's for sure. But even I know that taking a proactive approach to your health is much better than playing a catch-up game to symptoms directly related to poor choices or even to bad habits. But in fairness, I don't believe a discussion could be had about increasing consumption without talking a little bit about food waste. Because I believe that the increasing consumption is the easiest built-in mechanism to reduce food waste. Food waste is a global problem that we are facing. And by 2050, we're going to have to figure out how to feed 9.8 billion people daily on this planet. Food waste is a huge financial strain. So I'll give a little challenge to everybody when I talk about food waste. If you've got your phones in front of you, flip on to calculator mode. Check this out. So here's a way of looking at food waste today. The current food waste in the United States is equivalent to every single American throwing away 650 small to medium-sized apples every year. So pull out your phones. There's about 333 million. That's nine threes times 650. You're gonna have to turn your phone sideways to actually see what that number equates to because it's too big for the screen. The number is mind-boggling. It's a staggering number as well when we think about people going hungry. 
Extrapolate that number of what it does to our landfills and food waste is 11% of our greenhouse gases. What's it doing to our budget, our planet, and more importantly, what's it doing to somebody that would like to eat that apple? So I believe it's incredibly important that we take the time to recognize the opportunities we have to affect change. We need to encourage each other and make a difference one person at a time. And that is certainly what the FPFC is all about. There is big minds out there today with big solutions. Everything from upcycling food to products to extend the shelf life of fruit and vegetables. But it does not preclude us from finding ways to make changes as well. Whether it's store shrink, handling practices, inventory control, or creating marketing opportunities to help Americans continue a positive change. We can all contribute to the solutions that we need to help feed our planet. Change, folks, can happen from just being in this room, being a part of the conversation, or even being part of a conversation. But this is what I want to stress to each and every one of you today. And I think this, to me, is one of the most important things I probably will say in a long time. You, in this room, have the power to influence and change this country. That's a big responsibility. And I hope you all recognize that and you lean into it. Because we can do something like we've never done before. So my challenge to you today, as you walk around the show floor and check out all the amazing booth, is start thinking about ways to continue the dialogue about increasing fruit, vegetable, and as I already stated, floral and greenery consumption. So thank you to the FPFC for this opportunity to be up here today. And thank you all every day for waking up and truly kicking ass over the last two years. It's really impressive what you all have done. So thank you again for being here. Remember, go inspire somebody today. It's really important. Thank you.